Orb presents the Forecast Manufacturer. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Orb. <laughs> I, that was better in my head. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. That's more of a Randy Savage. This is a Damien's uh, Ventura. Oh, yeah. I guess Randy Savage and, and Jesse Ventura are different. The New World Order. <laughs> you got to you gotta sound constipated and like you're very Minnesotan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> you're alive, Gary. I am. I'm. I'm live. I'm back. I've been back for a minute, but this is the yeah. first time I'm back on this show. Yeah. Uh, hey, but, shout but, out to that Jeremy Greer. Yeah, I think he did a good job. Thanks. Yeah, I say on behalf of him. <laughs> no, it, the, the, those episodes were fun, but I'm glad you're back. Uh, I wish you could have been on for the two good episodes instead of the two bad ones. I know. I, by bad, I mean, you know, graded on this very steep curve, right? Th- this episode's fine. Yes. I think the next episode is straight up bad. Yeah. Uh, is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is so, to me, it is just too up its own ass. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy that DeVenture Brothers is not actually ending with this. Same. Same. Uh, that, that made me very depressed when I rewatched these episodes. And I was like, man, for a while we lived in a world where this was it. And and it's a fine little send off for Hank. I just, uh, yeah, God, all of that stuff with the tenning. Just, I want to yeah. fucking die. <laughs> I, we're, we're not even there yet. We're recording today, and I just like in pre. I'm just like, ah, the yeah. tenning stuff. It's it, it's it's hard not to it's hard not to have that ending in mind as we get to the end of the series, right? Yeah, like the movie is going to put a capstone on things. We we assume, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think that that might, that has to be must be their goal. Um, so, and we got to get away from these little diverticula. Yes, like I do not want to hear about the peril partnership. In no, the movie. I don't want to hear about Kimberly McManus mm-hmm. in the movie. All of these weird little subversive things that I feel like Doc Hammer thinks is very fun to yeah. focus on because they're not obvious. <laughs> uh, I do not want to hear. It'd be like if the Deadwood movie came out and it was all about the theater troupe. <laughs> uh people deadwood heads will know exactly what that means yeah um you know and it, it i do not want that no i don't care how subversive it is no i it just uh it's it, it's it's a different show than it was in season three um yeah yeah that just uh uh so this episode this was written by doc like the majority of these uh last episodes of season seven are uh and it originally aired on september 30th of 2018 uh, and, uh, as the, this is one of the few times where the name, uh, really lines up with, uh, the, the, the content here, the forecast is manufactured. There is an artificial blizzard that has overtaken New York, uh, that has been created by a stolen guild weather machine. Yes. Uh, and this is also kind of a two-parter a mm-hmm. little bit. The next episode, you know, all the tending stuff is completely unconnected, but th- there are seeds that are planted in this episode that go into the next one. Yes. It is a little bit like a two, two-parter. Uh, so Rusty and Billy, uh, they're dispatched by the OSI to stop this weather machine. The Monarch and 21 are sent by the Guild to stop the leader of the Peril Partnership Splinter Group, who is responsible for the weather machine. Uh, and all you uh, Kimberly McManus heads out there, uh, this is the end of Peril Partnership and the S-464. 
yeah. uh, stuff. Uh, you would be forgiven for not seeing this as the big climactic conclusion of anything, uh, because for something to be climactic, it needs to be built towards. Uh, it needs to be a kind of focus for the mm-hmm. work that it is in. Um, to my mind, you know, very little has been developed about the peril partnership, uh, you know, except for the fact that Kimberly McManus doesn't like that S464 was was involved in it. You know, compare that to season six, where we have wide whales kind of corner of the sub arching um, kind of deal, right? But night and day. Like yeah. the, the idea of a evil guild or a worse, you know, fewer principles guild uh-huh. that the guild has to deal with. Uh, it's already kind of trod ground with wide whale, uh-huh. but let's say it wasn't, <laughs> you know, doing that as a, as a season arc could be interesting, yes. you know, and there are bits that are interesting in the episodes I missed. Like I love the uh, red death tying to the railroad tracks mm-hmm. seen with blind rage. Like there's things that like are good. Yeah. About that storyline. I don't even hate this climax to that half of it. Right. Like mission creep is fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's not great. It's fine. <laughs> uh, this Kimberly McManus thing is just like, I love an impish perversion. Uh huh. You know, like if, if anybody ever, this is going to, this is not self-promotional. I don't necessarily recommend anybody do this, but if you ever go back and listen to like old episodes of the pitch or teenage dirtbags, or did I deal Valhalla? I did a lot of things that were like poison on purpose. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, oh, this is a, you know, this is the last thing I should do. What what happens if I play the whole song here? <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. You know, and would do do things like that. Uh, but I was a little podcast that like 50 people were listening to. Uh-huh. I feel like Doc was like, hey, nobody cares about Kimberly McManus and S464. What if I spent a whole season on them, lol? <sighs> And it it just it drives me fucking nuts how it feels very like self-satisfied. Yeah. And it's so inconsequential and not it would be fine if there were good jokes in it. You know, right. and there are a couple, but like, man, it's so boring. It it, it is it it is a drama that is entirely uh hinged upon the idea of a PP belt. Yeah, which was not that good. Right. Like that that is not the kind of found that is not the keystone on which you build an empire. Right, right. You know, you know, it's, uh, this is the, so much of what we do so much, so much criticism and so much of what, what we do could uncharitably be referred to as Monday morning quarterbacking. I'm fine sure. with that. That's just part of the game. Um, uh, I would be fine with, you know, the impish perversion of like, Hey, you know, this is something that nobody cares about. Let's put this in here. But then the double subversion of actually this leads to something really momentous and it recontextualizes all of it other, that other stuff. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Right. To, and to be fair, maybe that something like that was on the docket Yeah. before they got canceled. I think that there is an irresponsibility to making this the end of your season. Yeah. And I think that another, like a bright side of that Monday morning quarterbacking is that like, we are, this is a different way of looking at the work, looking at it into, in its totality and taking those things into account, like mm-hmm. the grander arc of the show. Yes. Right. Not to sound pretentious or anything like, so we are Monday morning quarterbacking, but we're also looking at the whole work. Yeah. We're coming you know, at it a, with a perspective as opposed to, you know, the day after the episode airs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that is, that's a valid critical perspective, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, that is where we are feeling the pain. Yeah. Uh, with, with how this show ends, like 
even in these episodes are not very good. It's not like the next episode is devoid of chuckles. Mm-hmm. It's just the 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 focus has just changed to things that I I couldn't care less about. And in the grand scope of the show, mm-hmm. I am vindicated because they don't dovetail well at all. Like they don't fit mm-hmm. in in the show that we just spent you know a year talking about. Yeah. So it's rough. Um, then we're going to see that and that's going to lead to the, uh, uh, I I don't know. You're trying to pull up my heartstrings with the cold, with the, uh, with the post credits on this. Are you? Yeah. Are you out of your fucking mind? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, like, no, who's, you know, somebody, somebody, because of the internet, like I need to go on TV tropes and find somebody who cried about that. (laughs) It's going to be a nightmare fuel. (laughs) It's, it's the man. Can you imagine just the fainting goats of, of. (laughs) <laughs> oversensitive TV tropes people losing it at the at the Kimberly McManus love story. <laughs> uh, let's let's look at Tearjerker and Nightmare Fuel, um, season seven. Uh, McManus uh, mm-hmm. four six four. Okay, uh, let's see here. <laughs> From the stinger of the forecast manufacturer, Kimberly wakes up an unconscious S four six four, declaring her love. So that's in Tear Durker. Yep, okay. there we go. Uh, and then rolling down here, let's just do a four six four on Nightmare Fuel. Uh, let's see here when she describes the tub to four six four. So only the tub, only the scapism oh, okay. is uh, is Nightmare Fuel on that. Thank there God. Go. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, they're half right. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we, we we can get into it. It's just and I'm not people who don't like complaining. It's not like these episodes are absolutely pure death marches. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling our shot or me, you know, calling a shot and being like, I don't like these two episodes that much. I don't want to make it unfun to listen to. Right. I am. I'm trying to speak from a place of disappointment of the Venture Brothers being one of my all time favorite things of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and not game movie TV show like. When it is on, it is my favorite TV show. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's something that's very important to me. Uh, so it it is a disappointment. And I don't want to like sound like a Star Wars fan or something where it's like, oh, yeah. you know, they ruined it. It's not because of it's for real reasons. It, I, mm-hmm. I think it really did change. Yeah. You know, just because fans tend to be wrong doesn't mean that they're always wrong. Mm-hmm. So. Nobody likes it when something, you know, a long running thing they uh, they enjoy peters out. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a real phenomenon that the best, the best of things avoid. And, you know, it just kind of, it, it's the natural state of things, I think. Yep. Yeah. So let's, let's trickle, let's shake the last little bit of piss out of this. <laughs> Ding dong. Uh, there's nothing too much on the commentary just to, just to lay that out there. Um, it like, I feel like this is another day. So Jackson and doc are getting along. I do, I would prefer to believe that in the previous ones, they just hadn't spoken in a while and they were tired and their blood sugar was low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, I have not, uh, listened to the commentaries. Uh, if you want to be a weirdo and get mad at that, go for it. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't find my DVD. Yeah. It. It just I'm still moved. unpacked yeah. and, and there's a heat wave. So I, I am not, I have paused that. Yeah. Unpacking. Uh, so we start off, uh, New York covered with snow. Uh, Rusty is having Billy test something called a thermal regulation suppository. Yes. Uh, which, which gave me like nightmares as somebody who hates <laughs> the feeling of artificial heat. Uh-huh. I was just like, man, this would make me puke so fast. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, oh God, it's being in a car with a heater blasting all the time, but yeah. except, except it's coming from your body. Have you been on a heated seat before in a car? Oh yeah. No, I have that. That makes me want to puke and shit at the same time. My uh, my, my ass <laughs> provides its own heat quite well, thank you. Yeah, it, it's a it's a fucking dynamo, man. <laughs> I got a tiny little opera diaper electric man in there. That's like, just, I do not need a heated seat. It's I I just immediately like I have to go to the toilet. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's I, not okay. <laughs> just, oh god! For first thing in the morning, ride, riding to work, my guts are already soup. I do not, I do not need that soup to boil, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, thanks. Uh, no boiling a bag MRE down there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just uh, uh, Rusty's trying to encourage him to push this thing up, and he's, he appears on the smart mirror. Push it, Billy. Push it real good. <laughs> <laughs> horrible you know uh i'm surprised he didn't think billy would drop it because billy's on the toilet yeah. trying to slime it slam it in eventually <laughs> he gets it in uh rusty's out in the living room billy comes out uh and this is this is a thing he's like it's slow going at first and then my ass was like i'll take that and <laughs> went right up that's a thing yep uh that that happens uh <laughs> and uh there's a there's a bit where rusty's like oh tmi and he's like no that's exactly the right amount of i yeah i'm testing the, the fucking thing yeah <laughs> Like <laughs> you're, you're the one who told me to put something in my ass and now you are uh, objecting to me telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Billy's like just bemusement with it is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're scientists. Come on. Yeah. Uh, this, this, um, this is a good Billy episode. Uh, yeah. regardless of things I do Glad wish that Pete, Billy gets a, a send off. Yeah. I, I do wish Pete was here. Um, but the Pete and Rusty or sorry, the Billy and Rusty dynamic gets to be explored without Pete there being somebody for both of them to hate. Yeah. 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 This is, this is a good pair up. Like yep. again, out of the two episodes we're talking about today, this is the better one to me by, yeah. by a lot. Uh, um, you start hearing beeping sound. Yeah, beeping sound. And at first, you're like, "Oh my god, is that is that the suppository? Did you turn it on to beep?" Yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah. And they can't figure out where it's coming from. So uh, Rusty and Hank head to the safe room, whereas everybody else has to go searching for what they can only assume is a bomb. Yeah, R- Rusty and Billy. Because uh, yes. Hank wants to get out. Hank wants to go try to find his girlfriend. He can't get a hold of her. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to text her. He sent her a million texts. Uh, you know, they were not going through. He won't use a landline because you can't text on a landline. He cannot get there. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a great little cutaway thing where Billy is covered in pillows and they're like, get the bomb defusal drone to take care of it. And he's like, I'm trying. And it cuts to him trying to drag Helper's hand. Yeah, I'm trying, but closet. it's panicking. Very good. Love Helper. <laughs> oh, gosh. And uh, Brock walks in. Uh, he was told to block off Columbus Circle, but it's a blizzard, so nobody's driving anyway. Uh, and Brock is too cool to put on a helmet. Uh, you know, a hard hat that Hatred offers him. Just not going to play with it because it looks dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Billy finds out it's not a bomb. It's an old OSI, like, military phone. And Rusty's, like, pretty sure it's for me. And that's the little cut. Uh, I have no idea why the OSI is contacting him through an old military phone in the closet. Right. Uh, we've seen them this whole season. Talk to them like talk to him like normal. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the idea I think is probably because of the storm, but they earlier said like, use a landline. Like those aren't blocked. Also Brock's so, there. Yeah, and yeah, Brock's there. Who's on the radio has radio. And also and OSI, no. the OSI has an observation dummy core thing in, in yep. the Ventec tower. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There, there's, there's no reason for this. Yeah. Uh, so we cut Rusty's on the phone with the OSI. 
uh, and we don't know what the job is. He's talking about how he doesn't want to do it. And Billy's like, come on, do it. You know, put team venture into action. Put me in coach. <laughs> Take the job. We're super scientists. The series long arc of Billy being a team venture fanboy and desperately wanting to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in something that is an annoying writing tick to me when anyone does it, mm-hmm. uh, we cut over to this, uh, the dojo that 21 goes to. Uh, this is the Finkelstein dojo, Dragon Finkelstein. Mm-hmm. This is based on an actual thing. Um, I can't remember the name, but it's a very traditional tiger something. Yeah, yeah, traditional Jewish name mm-hmm. that is advertised uh, in New England. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so this is this is a reference to that. If you don't know that, it doesn't really do too much mm-hmm. uh, for me. Yeah. Know? Uh, at the very least, like it's kind of a cute scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, they're trying to, he's there, he's with the monarch and Dr. Mrs. The monarch. And they're trying to make the case that they can recruit and train henchmen. Uh, they're all young. And then the reveal is they're all like real little kids. Oh yeah. They're preteens, which yeah. makes sense. Cause, uh, you know, for that 21, we think this is okay because he was in eighth grade when he was abducted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- this is normal to him. Yeah. I, I I love the monarch's th- throwaway line here, just shouting at someone, get that leg up, Noah. You're not fighting a corgi dog. Corgi dog. <laughs> um, I really like, uh, you know, the, so they, she, she offers them a mission that gives them an upgrade. And I love 21 being like, we'll do it. But first, it's Madison's time. Uh, and, you know, this this little tiny girl uh, slapping his hand, and he eventually slaps her in the face. And the sense I comes like, you don't hit the kids. <laughs> we don't uh, hit the kids. <laughs> Yeah, Gary, like, uh, we don't hit the kids. I have it yeah. in the notes here that it's a Mr. Miyagi thing. I forgot that it was a like this is straight up just a scene from Enter the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, uh, a little little referencey. Mm-hmm. Um, so Billy concludes the the, the cut over to them. Billy finds out that the blizzard is a perfect sphere, uh, and then there must be a weather machine. There's something causing it. Right. So uh, Rusty. Uh, there tries to get Hank to suit up. He's like, come on, let's do it. Billy's, you know, I'm standing right here. Put me in coach. Uh, Hank rejects. Right. And not even for old time's sake. He's going to, he's got to get his girlfriend. She's yeah. obviously been kidnapped or replaced by an Android. She's not texting back. That is the only possible explanation. Right. Uh, heartbreaking. Uh, yep. You know, Rusty asks Brock, saying like, "Hey, do you want to come?" And he says, "Oh, ask hatred." Obviously, hatred doesn't warrant doesn't warrant being asked on this. And Billy says, "You know, I'm the obvious choice. I have the suppository. You can send me out to deal with this blizzard stuff. What do you need me to do? Bleed for you? Because I'm like ninety percent sure my ass is bleeding." Yeah, which it's very it's very bad cute. suppository. Yeah, that, that is that is a classic case of like sharp suppository. <laughs> the jagged metal crustio that Billy has up his ass is not <laughs> doing it. I I don't know why Brock wouldn't go on the mission. He says like he says I got to hold down the fort. You mm-hmm. know, fucking Rusty's bodyguard. Yeah, like there, there's so many things in when this show when like things just don't fucking make sense. Yeah, and I, I get self conscious about it. Like I'm cinema sensing it. Yeah, but it just ends up feeling very contrived. You know, like I, they, we have to get these characters together. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that hard to give Brock something to do. Right. You know, like, oh, uh, Hank has to go out, you know, oh, Brock, you stay with Hank mm-hmm. or whatever. Or I'm going to stay with Hank. You know, you guys got this. And then he gets distracted. So Hank can be out by himself. Yeah. Like just Brock just be like, I'm going to set out this mission that mm-hmm. my boss is in danger. It makes no fucking sense. No. And it's one of those things where like they, uh, have kind of low key been making a little bit of, you know, a little bit of hay 
or at least a little bit of a story of Brock being bored in this new situation. Yeah. You know, like it's a bad fit, you know, in season six, it's like, Oh, you got to carry a gun. Well, I never carry guns while you're in the big leagues, man, you know, and that's paid off a little bit in, um, in In the next next episode where he straight up says, you know, I've been really bored lately. So, you know, he's going to play with them like, you know, like he's a cat and they're, you know, vermin trespassing on his territory. Right. Um, here for him to have a mission drop in front of him, you know, and he's just kind of aloof and above it. That well, and, like, like that doesn't yeah. line up. Yeah, and he loves uh, old super science shit, mm-hmm. like a classic weather device. This is not the Brock that would be really excited about like a classic death ray on Spider Skull Island, right? You know, it just it's it's bad characterization stuff. It's it's incongruous. It's not taking yeah. into account pr- things that we have previously seen and appreciated about Brock's character. Yeah. He's he, he's a geek for this. Take the character seriously. Mm-hmm. motherfucker um, we, we go over to the, the yep. monarch and 21 who are with dr z and dr mrs the monarch on uh dr z's junk slip yes uh, or sloop yeah. uh slip what is yeah. the word i'm thinking of uh, i think i think slip um, it is a slip yeah. yeah so i mean it's it's not like a you know the, the lady's undergarment but yeah it's a it is a very uh out of character boat to be on uh the hudson river riding up it is it is there to be an apocalypse now uh reference yes yeah no. uh they give some exposition about the peril partnership all the stuff that probably should have been Built established out. earlier in the season yeah <laughs> uh you know osi uh is unwilling to get their hands dirty uh osi sent them a message that said we'll treat the symptoms you treat the disease Right, And they find this is where they do all the intrigue about uh, the peril partnership. It's not the main peril partnership. It's a subgroup. Oh. Um, the villain known as the creep is a splinter group. I, 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 I miss that little dynamic. Uh, yeah. it, it was, uh, you know, especially it makes with, it less with, consequential. Yeah. Especially um, with what he says later, you know, where he talks about like, yeah, you know, I founded the peril partnership because of, you know, X, Y, Z reasons, which we're going to learn. Um, yeah, the, it, it's definitely care. a splinter group. Like yeah. it's definitely a, a guy starting his own little evil version on the <laughs> island. It's why he's the only one there, right? Yeah. You know? Um, I do. I do like Doctor Z. Uh, his little bit of uh, um, trade craft in this, mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, you know, he's it's it's the creep, and instead of like you know showing him a showing them a photo, he brings out a model of the creep's head, but it's made with chicken tenders, <laughs> which we will eat funny. later with either barbecue sauce or ketchup, because there must be no record of this meeting. It, it's very cute. <laughs> uh, and if I were James Adomian, I would have made a chicken nugget effigy of my character's face as an icon on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, can you imagine? <laughs> like uh there there's a there they do there are a lot of hacky jokes yeah. in these couple episodes. They're doing the uh they're starting the like well we can't tell you to do it. Yeah. You know, uh you should by no means should you kill somebody on TV for us. <laughs> You know, we're, we're doing that joke. I mean, it would, like it would be award-winning television, but but it would cement your legacy. But yeah, we, you are not supposed to do it. Yeah, but if um, something happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a very hacky joke. Uh, a better joke in it. The monarch, you know, says what could you do with it, and Doctor C says, "What eight can hold two asses?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously trying to lead him to ass ass in eight. Uh huh. Um, uh, which is which is genuinely good. It's a good play on you know as, to assume makes an ass of you and me. The monarch yeah. immediately fires off eight crazy nights with Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider. Boom, dream team. Yeah, 
<laughs> very it, you know cute yes really funny yeah. uh the creep stole the guild's weather machine yeah he didn't make the weather machine he's been stealing stuff yeah so yeah uh, uh another moment again i like uh <laughs> they're getting on they're getting on the x12 um you know they're going to go engage the the modules and there's just a bunch of wires there rusty asks brock he's like what gives all these these wires and brock needed a place to put the tape deck in school you just gotta you just gotta tuck all that paschetti in <laughs> Uh, this is real cute. I love Brock saying Paschetti and not yeah. being aware Pascetti. of it. Pocky. Pocky. <laughs> Pocky. I forgot they said Pocky. Yeah. Uh, Pocky. Yeah. Um, but, but Rusty and Billy, they're uh, they're just they're they're loving this, and they ask him to say caterpillar, library, espresso, and manipulate. I know library is you know yeah, I want to and say li- espresso. Li- I don't know what caterpillar and manipulate would be. Yeah, I mean, maybe manipulate instead of manipulate. I mean, uh, that sounds cute to me. <laughs> yeah. I, the one of these I would have added that I always love is calling Connecticut Connecticut. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a real fun one. Fe- 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 February, yeah, um, February, yeah. uh, yeah, Sherbert, uh, yeah. but yeah, the, a good one. yeah, the 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 one that I don't uh, that I don't care for I, I, that I don't get is caterpillar, Capertiller, maybe something. Like I mean, that? There, you can scramble any word. Oh yeah, I, I just want to. <laughs> if we just have to imagine craft how you could switch vowels or consonants in this like we could do it yeah i just don't think it's very common it's it's probably just something that doc does maybe maybe yeah i I would probably put nuclear nuclear in yeah nuclear would be great foliage Mm. yeah Yeah, Uh, anything from the simpsons yeah this joke again has like as much as i like this bit it's not a new joke in 2018 (laughs) yeah it's 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 entire it's entirely sold on um uh the performance of Pascetti. Um, yeah, I'll yeah. fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, just... and and specific and specifically Billy saying that was amazing. I feel six feet tall. Yeah, I, I love that. Very cute touch. <laughs> uh Hatred is in the front desk. He's reading the day after tomorrow, which is also about a superstorm. Uh tries to stop Hank from leaving the building. And Hank's like, no, you know, she, I'm going, she's, she must be a, a, a doppelganger that was made to be exactly like the original, but she doesn't return my texts. Yeah. And hatred's like, Hank, nobody likes being smothered. Then goes on to talk about princess tiny feet. Even my ex-wife didn't like being smothered. She did yeah. like being choked, which isn't my point. Yeah. <laughs> this rambles off. Uh, Hank says, yo, you must be fake. You've been replaced uh-huh. because the real hatred would never stop a man on a mission of love. Yes. So he very sweet. Out. Uh, so, uh, back on the slip, the junk slip, uh, Dr. Miss, the Monarch and Dr. Z, they outfit 21 of the Monarch in their wetsuits, just body glove. Yeah. They look know. like they're in the cult of personality video, which is a good poll. Cause that's <laughs> that is a great poll. Like. Yeah. God, that's a good song. Um, <laughs> 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 so <What>? funny. <laughs> personality. <laughs> oh man good video too I, 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 they, they, they made that line and then i just like i'm just gonna watch all the video because that's real good yeah it is it is like a bunch of crayons having a good time like it just just because the outfits yeah nothing racial about what i said yeah uh, it, it's a and if so what a weird slur uh what what grand torino wing happened to me that i thought that was an acceptable slur but, um Jeez. yeah then we go into like conservatively 75 minutes of, you know, so we're supposed to kill him. No, we can't tell you that, mm-hmm. you know, 
oh, so we shouldn't kill him. Well, uh, yeah. just my soul leaves my fucking body. Yeah. Uh, hacky and infinitely long and not funny. Yeah. Dr. Miss the monarchy and just breaks out of it and says, you, you know, just kill him. You know, don't ask questions. Come on. Yeah. Uh, this scene is a little bit saved by the when they say oh we're going to give you wireless communication devices gps trackers and uh you know high definition imaging and it just turns out to be uh track phones and ziploc ziploc blah ziploc baggies Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it's all right it's it's you know it's it's a mid yeah (laughs) i i take exception to things to calling something mid being bad gary it it is it is fire to be mid I love mids. I'm just saying that I'm not, it's only stands out on the curve okay. for me. Like it's yeah. not, this is not something I would put in the top hundred jokes of the season. Nope. Probably. <laughs> um, we got a little business with Hank where he's pretending to play football in the snow. Uh, just kind of losing his, uh, his urgency of getting to Serena mm-hmm. uh, for some reason that is not portrayed on camera yeah. uh, doing play by play commentary. It's kind of cute, uh, mm-hmm. but in his imagination, he rough houses himself he uh, he tackles a snowbank and it turns out there's a light pole behind it, so he knocks himself out. Yeah, uh, pretty wild, <laughs> uh, horrible injury. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, we cut up to the X12, you know, the Quinjet, and it breaks through the cloud layer to get above the storm. And uh, Billy starts stripping his clothes off uh, because the suppository is making him boil from the inside out, uh, yeah. re- revealing that uh, his chest is hairless. Not because he shaves, uh, he waxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, you know, okay. Yeah. Uh, fine with Billy doing that. Uh-huh. Uh, they spot the 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 weather machine. It's this gigantic saucer with all these fans and the silver nitrate. Uh, and there's a little joke where he's like, is that, that's the purple haze. And then Billy says, is or, the wind right. cries Mary on the other side? Or, Rusty yeah, says. Rusty yeah. says. And then the... Billy says, is the wind cries Mary on the other side? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, Bill, no, Billy no. makes the joke. No, no, it's uh, it's 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 Billy. Billy says that's the purple haze because he's talking about the silver nitrate. Rusty says, "Is it the wind cries Mary? Uh, is that on the other side?" Billy doesn't uh, get it. it. White would have gotten it, is what Rusty says. Gotcha. Yes. I, I in my in my head, mm-hmm. that's a hundred percent Billy. Hmm. And it's you know he could also say White would have gotten it. Yeah, yeah, they both yeah. have claim. It just yeah. it, it it makes it makes more more sense for uh, for Rusty to know that stuff to me. Yeah, yeah, it does. I just I just remember Billy saying it. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 not because uh, I'm trying to win or anything, but I'm look it out to see if I mm-hmm. look it up to see if I had a stroke. Um, like yeah. <laughs> just gonna see if I'm you know if I uh, the uh, so it's fine. Um, they they tr- they start taking evasive maneuvers because something has been launched from them and it's a Mountain Dew can. Yeah, a soda can got thrown at them. Cut over, twenty one and the monarch uh, climbed ashore of the creeps little island here, uh, and they're like, "Oh, do we find him? No, he'll find us. We're dressed really brightly." Uh, they head in, and the creep descends on them, riding the butter glider. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not explicit. I couldn't find a wiki reference to this. Uh, I think that this character is the executioner from early nineties X Men comics. Who okay. Also, just stole a bunch of um, accoutrements from other villains. Okay, and put together like a a slapdash costume of of stolen elements. The uh, the wiki seems to think that he's Cable. He's not Cable. Yeah, I saw that as well, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like that. This is this has, couldn't have anything to, less to do with Cable. Mm-hmm. Cable. Cable's a time traveler. Yeah, you know he's a cyborg. 
This this is just a guy with a gun. That doesn't make him cable. Yeah, it's a guy with a gun who happens to be wearing one of the uh, Watch and Ward uh, cyber eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I think it feels like Executioner to me. Yeah. Uh, regardless of which, that's his, that's his deal, is he mm-hmm. steals equipment. Yes. Uh, that's how he has the butter glider. Uh, he demands to know who they are, so the monarch pulls out his wallet. 21 is upset because it is not the wallet that he gave him for his birthday. Um, yeah. You know, a little back and forth about how it was, you know, teal. You bought me a lady's wallet. Yeah, it's fine. A L- yeah. little bit of business. Uh, they they tell the creep that they're there to defect the peril partnership, and the creep says they must test their resolve in the most dangerous game. Uh, yeah. I think they're going to be hunted on an island. Uh, back in the city, because no real reason, Hank mm-hmm. regains consciousness and asks for help. And who helps him? But I don't know, Mo. Uh, it, <laughs> Scare Bear helps him. Yeah. Scare Bear um, silently picks him up and carries him throughout the rest of the episode. Uh, yeah. Somehow he knows uh, exactly where to take him. Yeah, I, I assumed that uh, Hank mumbled it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That's the only thing I could I can think of. Yeah, yeah. It, or it there's doesn't just... matter. It's just random. Yeah. Like, uh, I, <laughs> I don't want the show to make me dislike Scare Bear. But you can't just use Scare Bear as like a like the non sequitur stuff is just getting pretty yeah. high, you know, mm-hmm. between the McManus and and this. It just like why not? It's the me. last thing people would expect. But there's no <laughs> nothing else. There's no nothing more for it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Contrast with uh, the Doom Factory episode where Scare Bear was going to be one of like Wes Warhammer's It Girls. Yeah. Like that's a nice little throwaway joke because mm-hmm. it's not important. You know, it, that the incongruity works. Yes. For Scare Bear to be an It Girl. It doesn't work for Scare Bear just to randomly show up and be this weird Good Samaritan. Yeah. You know? How did Scare Bear get all the way out here? I don't know. Why did he get out here? Why does he do anything <laughs> he does? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like we're not, we've gone into the, the no matter zone. Yeah. You know, we're untethered. <laughs> like that's the looking glass people. <laughs> it's in revelations. <laughs> For one, welcome our random overlords. Uh, yeah. so. Random's a different uh, early 90s X-Men character. Oh, <laughs> so, God the, damn uh, it. <laughs> he's a kid who's made out of like plastic and tur- like makes himself look like a big mercenary. Jesus and his Christ. arms are guns. Can't, Gary, you can't keep doing this to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> Scott Lobdell. <laughs> I did hate. We're going to talk about that later. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, <laughs> We, we we have kind of a uh, intercut section here where both Rusty and Billy and 21 and uh, the Monarch are making their approaches to their different things. Uh, first, we see Rusty and Billy arguing about, you know, what to do about this weather machine. You know, yeah. Rusty is like, oh, we can just shoot it down, notwithstanding the fact that it's directly over 23rd Street, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, they want to do that. Billy says, uh, you know, the... When Billy says, let's not drop a hot disc on Manhattan, this is a rusty <laughs> idea, get get my thermos, uh, you know, get some coffee. And Billy says, I'm already boiling and coffee gives me the squirts. And Rusty's like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a little, little weird. Like, imagine me as your friend where, like, I need to tactically give you diarrhea. <laughs> and you were like, man, I don't want that. It upsets my stomach. And I'm like, hey, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Billy, all you have to- <laughs> 
All you, all, all you have to do is just, oh, oh, cool, I need you to have diarrhea. Here's a printout of the iTunes reviews. Yeah. Here, here's, here's an exit survey from somebody who yells at us. Uh-huh. Uh, but it just the idea of just being that intimately acquainted with one of your friend's diarrheas to the point to where you manipulate <laughs> yeah. it is weird. You know how to induce it. That's like a that's uh, that's like a dentist thing for him. It's always sunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like I, I remember that uh, my friend before she had her kid that she had to go to the doctor and induce uh, diarrhea because it was the baby was coming too late. Okay, so they had huh. to induce it. No, I'm just I'm lying. I was inducing pregnancy and inducing a diarrhea. Oh, okay. I was I, I was I was willing to believe that there was something about like okay if we can th- th- those two things are related that if we can it trick the body into yeah I've got no idea. But yeah, that's, I they, mean, they, they, ladies when they give birth they do shit. They do. Like, yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. They don't show that in the movies. No, they, man. Well, the, not the movies you're watching. Loki, tell everybody you don't know where to get good movies. <laughs> Without telling everybody you don't know where to get good movies. If, if I if I fell afoul of cinema Twitter because of that, <laughs> persona non grata for the film bros. Fuck. Like yeah, just uh, like a the meme of the anime guy with the butterfly. <laughs> with like you picking up a movie and it's like woman gives birth without shitting. <laughs> You're like, is this a good movie? <laughs> and it goes viral. There's like 70,000 retweets. Uh, I'm just saying I'm that guy forever. I did not want to be that. <laughs> I hate days like today. <laughs> oh, man. Let's, can we make that happen? And no, not enough people listen to the show to make it happen. But <laughs> this is a more popular show. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 21 and the Monarch walk towards the Creeps Castle, surrounded by a force field. Uh, 21 reaches in and, and finds out that's warm. There's no snow in there. Yeah. Uh, the, he's, this is, he's gotten, this is a, what is it, Jungle Gems? Something it's, Force Field? It's, it's, it's Jungle, it's, it's uh, created by Jungle Gems Greenhouse Ray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I was wondering whether that was a Jungle Gems, the Maniac store. Oh, thing. it can't be. I think that that's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's just, just a con, uh, conversion evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, neither of them have ever made any jokes about Southern Ohio. So, yeah, they probably have not been. Uh, (laughs) 21 says uh, it's like I'm putting my hand up a cow's ass. Uh, The monarch's like, that's the single worst analogy I've ever heard. They're the they're just kind of doing business during this whole episode. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a weird buddy episode. Yeah. Uh, It's a business. Yeah, so Billy, uh, having having uh, uh, consumed the coffee, uh, he is outside. He is naked. He is wearing JJ's hover belt, and he has positioned himself over the thermal intake port of the uh, of the weather machine desk. He is going to shit just the thermal regular the thermal regulator suppository out into the intake port. Uh, but he is too nervous for it to work. Uh, I should have brought a magazine or something. He says, no shit. Like you're floating above a weather machine, <laughs> you know, nude in front of your friend. Yeah. Difficult shit. Expert mode. <laughs> uh, 21 of the Monarch approach the castle and they notice all the, the stolen loot. Yeah. And we get little cool little one-offs like Nat King Cobra's Venomator. Uh, I love uh, Mr. Maybe's indifference engine That's or so indecision good. engine. Yeah. I love the indecision engine. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mr. Monday's calendar of magic Mondays. I yeah. want to, I desperately need to know how Mr. Monday works. I know he's just <laughs> calendar man, but <laughs> yeah. Mr. Monday is incredible. 
<laughs> what makes a magic Monday? Is yeah. every Monday magic? What's going on? Monday. He doesn't want to be the vice president of calendars. <laughs> uh, the creep comes down on the butter glider and he's bragging about all the loot that he has. Uh, he has Gro- Grover Cleveland's presidential time machine on loan from season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poseidon Juan's sexy trident. <laughs> uh, here uh and again he's just kind of created a little grand floon of super villainy mm-hmm. uh they think they're going to be hunted but he explains the most dangerous game isn't hunting humans it's dive bomb yeah uh, he has the last lawn darts in the world they're going to throw them straight up and move away at the last minute uh, uh excuse me the last lawn darts of the world are at my dad's house yeah he there, has... there are lawn darts about. yeah I mean, not just the fake bad ones. He has original 1980s or no late 1970s jarts. Yeah. You ever played jarts, bud? Yeah. It's great. It's 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 a real fun game. It's it's yeah. It's not as dangerous as, as people say. It doesn't feel that much more dangerous than say dart, (laughs) which, which there are are extant. Uh Uh-huh. Still Um, played in bars where people are drunk. Yeah. 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 Or bows and arrows, uh, which you can also just like go and get. This this struck me as again like really hacky to me. Like I oh. felt like the danger of jarts was like an observational humor thing from 2010. Yeah, you know, like I, we all get it. Like it was it was weird that they they had these blades that kids threw. Uh huh. You know, like that's true, but it just feels like very well worn territory to me. Yeah, I I mean I didn't I didn't mind it when I saw it. You know, just the 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 joke of oh the most dangerous game. It's not hunting humans. It's jarts. Like we already we already banned it. It's fine. Um, that it it didn't. It's not not jarts. It's it's some weird like throwing it up in the head and yeah. It's death jarts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, and no, what would be more dangerous than that is uh, the game of badass mitten, which is badminton but played with hand grenades. Oh, sure. That's from Ziffel and Ollie. That's not me. Yeah, I would, I would enjoy that. Yeah. That sounds fun to me. You know, like a hot potato. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> you know, I can get down with that. Oh, oh man. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they need to throw the darts straight up and then, uh, everybody runs away at the last minute. You know, 21 yep. doesn't hesitate. He goes right for it. Yep. Uh, and it's fine. Uh, Billy gets back. Uh, he's floating. His skin is all purple from the nitrate. He has a can. He's like, hey, someone's piloting in that thing. They cut over. They show the pilot. Uh, it is S-464 holding up a sign that says help and my soul left my body. Yeah. I'm like, are you really fucking tying this into this horseshit? They are. They are. They did and they are. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Uh, you- 21 asks the creep why he didn't join the guild and it's because there's too many regulation and rules. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all, it's yeah. all safety labels and warnings and all that. Yeah. You know, and his plan, you know, I'm going to hobble the guild, you know, by stealing all their stuff and taking them out. Then I'm going to destroy the OSI. He has a grudge. Uh, they kicked him out. He used to be their most uh, valuable agent mission creep, which again, an, an incredibly good name for Great. a, uh, yeah, for, for an OSI agent. Yep. Uh, he did a, a siege on a mountaintop fortress and stayed behind to secure the area, <laughs> but ended up killing uh, the Boy Scouts of Troop like 464 or whatever, <laughs> 286. Uh, and they, they, they raise an eye. He's like, they were wearing paramilitary clothing. Anyone could have made that mistake. <laughs> uh, I love James Adomian's. I love his Jesse Ventura. That's great. So yeah. the, and, and that little, uh, they were wearing military clothing line is very funny to me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's not like it's one of the more recognizable uniforms in America, uh, especially on a kid. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Uh, 
Uh, Scare Bear carries Hank across Manhattan, brings him into a bodega to get him some chips. <laughs> Just some Scare Bear humor. Nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, we cut over back to uh, four X S four six four on the X twelve, explaining he was trying to get back at McManus because uh, she's OSI and they hate the Peril Partnership. So he right. was being an undercover agent. Still. Right, right. He was just trying yeah. to, you know, uh, simultaneously like get back with her and get back at her. It feels yeah, like get her attention. Yeah, you know, for and- for doing something that he thought the OSI would care about, but the OSI doesn't care about the weather machine. Mm-hmm. For some reason, even though the OSI would explicitly care about the weather. I mean, none of, nothing makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Billy and Rusty, they accuse him of being a creepy stalker, you know, and Rusty in trying to illustrate like, hey, this is fucked up behavior kind of explains what happened with Novia um, with the Black Widow. He tried courting, you know, he he stalked her until she hit him with a restraining order. And then he just started following her with fake, uh, fake Facebook accounts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Billy, you know, Billy and S four, six, four tell Rusty that's worse than being a stalker. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's done that. Yeah. Um, which I want there to be some kind of reckoning for that. Uh huh. Kind of like, I want it to be about that instead of this one little line thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, but, uh, but Rusty take, try to take more the moral high ground. Like, Oh, S four, six, four. He didn't just stalk. He played fast and loose with super science, which he will not do. Yeah. Uh, bankrupt. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do not think this is good characterization. Nope. Um, the game is still going. It's nighttime. The, they're still playing bombardment. Creep bomb. does his big last, uh, his, or yeah, uh, dive bomb, his last big throw, uh, you know, super dive bomb, super duper <laughs> throws it up really, really hard. Uh, and just through happenstance, they win the mission, uh, yeah. because alternate versions of Billy and Rusty walk out of the Grover Cleveland presidential time machine. <laughs> um, this is, uh, the wiki drove me nuts for being wrong about a lot of stuff. Yeah, that cable thing and then they said this was bioshock infinite uh this is time bandits Uh (laughs) absolutely yeah this is this is not bioshock infinite you fucking weirdos just because he's missing a finger no it's time bandits they say it in the commentary (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh rusty is dressed as a passenger of the titanic complete with a a life preserver uh around Mm -hmm. his neck Uh, and billy is a confederate soldier uh problematic let's cancel billy quiz (laughs) boy just that that frame just uh uh they think that they uh they've gone back to prehistoric or they have gone back to prehistoric times you know of depending on we don't know where they came from Mm -hmm. uh and rusty says malcolm what are you doing 70 million years ago uh this distraction uh causes the creep to lose track so his jart uh pierces his head his last words he says you know you win Mm -hmm. and rusty and billy get back in the time machine saying we have to stop we have to go back even further and stop ourselves from killing that caveman. Uh, and the monarch says, did that asshole just call me Malcolm? Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that, that frustrates me about this season uh, is that how long they're milking the the Rusty and Monarch being brothers. Uh-huh. Thing. You cannot treat that as a reveal in the last episode when you've been laying track for two seasons. Yes. Like, you can't rest your finale on it. No. You know, and the monarch isn't an idiot. Like, mm-hmm. he is an idiot, but he's not this kind of idiot. Like, right. he would know by now. He's seen a picture of them as kids. Uh-huh. Together. Yeah. Like. He he he, he knows that uh, that the Blue Morpho hung around with Jonas Venture. Yeah. yeah. He saw the, the sex tape where he was conceived. Like, where, <laughs> yeah. where the plan for him to be conceived was. <laughs> like, where his not-mommy. Like, I just. And then the. Uh, the way, All the wikis and everything talk about this. They're like, oh, the monarch's just annoyed that he got called by his first name. 
And I'm like, no, that's, that's, that's not it at all. This is a fumbling attempt at him being shocked that he knows it, his first name. It sounds, it, it, the, the, the delivery to me does sound quizzical. Yeah. Like he, well, he's like, it, it's quizzical. It's not just annoyed. Yeah. Like if he, that, that's, that's so limp. If he's mm-hmm. just annoyed at the familiarity of using his first name, like how is yeah. that a beat? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, hate the end of season seven. <laughs> um, the, uh, we get our ending here, which the slightly better, uh, scare bear, not because of scare bear, scare bear walks, uh, Hank into Dean's room. Uh, Hank wakes up. He recognizes where he's at or up mm-hmm. to the, the dorm, uh, to the front of his room. Scare bear points to Dean's room. Uh, this mm-hmm. is what makes me think that Hank probably said like Serena and oh, scare bear yeah. just knew All right. where she was. I don't know why scare bear reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a cute detail, uh, possibly just put there by one of the uh, you know layout artists. But uh, the resident assistant sign on the door has been uh, there's a note taped over it that makes it say Resident Evil. I mm-hmm. did. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple. There's a Spider-Man action figure mm-hmm. door, which is cute for the Brown Widow. Yeah, living there. Uh, Hank knocks, and Dean says, "Hey, Jared, there's a tie on the doorknob." But Hank walks in anyway and finds Dean in bed with Serena. Yes, done, done, done. Uh, she tries to deny what's happening, but Dean comes clean. Right. It is what you think. And Serena, yeah. uh, just knowing Hank, like, wait, what do you think it is? You know, I think you were freezing to death and you did this to survive. It's like, okay, it's not what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. little back and forth. Uh, eventually Dean notices scare bear, uh, and Hank says, Oh good. You see him too before passing out. Yes. Um, I like the scene with Dean and Hank in the next episode. Mm-hmm. I don't, feel like again like there's enough track laid for this like dean is where so, the track is laid is fucking weird in this season yeah like, dean is so out of focus like we do get scenes we do see affection between the two of them but between a scene yeah <laughs> like the you know it's a they're, they're a couple you know she recognizes him on the campus and they're really friendly with friendly with each other and stuff and then there's well, them in the, the botany classroom good it's, it's the same episode they see each other before that class yeah, they there. yeah so there's like one highlight in the beginning of the season yes and then we don't see dean at all really mm-hmm. for most of the season yeah you know so it just feels like like i get it it's a cool place for dean to go uh-huh but i don't like how he got there Right. Really. And I also don't know whether Dean would do that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, we get a post credit scene. Dr. And Mrs. The Monarch leads McManus into the room uh, in their tunnels where they're treating S-464. And she says, you know, he's a traitor. We've adjusted his temperament as a warning. Uh, and then the big dun-dun-dun is uh, he doesn't recognize her. He's had his memory wiped. Yeah, he grabs a hold of her and, uh, you know, yells for help. He spotted an intruder. OSI is here. And then she, you know, cries out, no, no. What have you done? Kind of stuff. <sighs> yep. And then that's our, our ending moment for this, which I, I find unsatisfying. Like, mm-hmm. this episode has some okay jokes in it. Yep. Uh, it's better than the next one, I think. Um, largely. Mm-hmm. But the next one is bisected. Like, the, the next one to me is a failing grade because the Safrak stuff is all zero. Yeah. To me. And then the other stuff is fine. Yes. You know, so it just it doesn't, it balances out as like a coin, like it's mm-hmm. half heads and half tails. Yeah. This one's more integrated, I guess, in how it's mixed. Yeah. But, more ups and downs in each of the individual uh, storylines. Yeah. 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 But in general, it's just a little bit annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. um, the, like the end of the season is almost equally as, you know, 
bad slash mixed as the opening was good, right? Yeah. 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 Or almost as bad slash mixed as the beginning of season one. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, it's a bummer that like it got bad, mm-hmm. you know, for a while. Cause it was like, it just like, it felt like it was going up and up and up, Yeah, you know, the show. And then it dips, it has a couple of little things that were misguided, you know, but not horrible. Uh, and then it just really felt like they found their focus. And then it just, you know, this doesn't work for me. Yeah. Slipped. Um, maybe, I don't know what the consensus is. Right. There might be like adventure brothers fans. Maybe th- this is fucking badass. Like maybe people are just like, yes, the fucking Safrax protocol. That is absolutely rad, you know, but I just, I don't get it. That feels like it, it, it is uh, responding to the um, aesthetics of gravitas of importance and not actually responding to any of the substance that is behind that aesthetic, uh, which is probably one of the more common traps somebody can fall into. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My, my old, uh, my old bummer. Yeah. So, uh, that's all we got. I mean, that's all I got. I don't have anything more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Let's, uh, what are we doing after this? Um, I mean the Saprox protocol and then we're going to do a season wrap up. And then, well, then the show's going to end. And then, well, I guess we're going to do something new, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Where are, are, do you not want to say what it is on this? No, no. I just wanted you oh, to pick up and say, just... oh, if we're going to do something new, uh, we, if we planned that, it probably would have gone better. No, we, we know what we're going to do. Uh, we <laughs> yeah, know what we're going to do. I just, <laughs> we hadn't planned it, so I didn't know whether you were trying to be specifically KG about yeah. it. Because I, I was thinking maybe release order stuff oh, messed it up like no, i was like oh no. maybe we don't want to reveal it here because it got revealed elsewhere or something no like that. Uh, so people will have already heard about this uh on waff but this is coming out the tuesday after that waff came out yeah yeah uh we are switching sh- uh tv shows we're doing another tv show mm-hmm. uh and we are instead doing a show about breaking bad and better call saul and el camino Got to uh-huh. throw that in there. We do. It's only one episode, but <laughs> um, but yeah, we're doing a uh, you know we wanted to continue doing a non video game thing. That is a show that both of us love, um, mm-hmm. or you know, a universe that both of us love. Um, and uh, the show is going to be called Best Quality Vacuum, uh, mm-hmm. which is a reference to a common element element between all three. Uh, yeah. The the <laughs> the person you call when you gotta disappear. The, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, looking forward to that. Um, there'll be a break mm-hmm. between that show and the show. And when the movie comes out, uh, we will definitely watch it and cover it right away and it will go on this feed. Yes. So don't get rid of your feeds. Please do not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Patreon.com slash duck TV. Please do check that out. Supports uh, the show and the entire network. Yeah. Ratings, reviews on Apple podcasts or podcast addict. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, telling your friends. Yeah. Those are the things. Those are all the things. Well, except for. uh, All except for. Go Go Team Venture. Venture.